Well, welcome back. Episode two of Rivals in association with StubHub. Last time we had a great time. Lee Selby, George Cambosa ahead of their IBF final eliminator. This time, there's a fight that actually hasn't even been made yet. A lot of people talking about on social media. A guy that we know very well, who loves to wind people up, make people take the bait, OD, O'Hara Davis, and another one who did take the bait, Anthony Fowler. These two talking about a potential fight together. Who knows where we're going to get that when we come out of lockdown. First, I want to talk about where you guys are at in your careers. OD, it's been a while. It's been a while. How are you doing, Ed? Go on, go on, give it to me. I threw you under a bus. Come on. Listen, I haven't, <laughs> speak, I haven't seen you. I haven't spoken to you in about two and a half years. But you know what? I'm back from under the bus. OD is back from under the bus. I'm still here. I'm still making noise. I'm still knocking guys out. Hell yeah, and that's going to continue. Well, well, listen, the history is the history. I do always have a kind of soft spot for you, OD, because when you used to come in the office, you used to tell me the funniest stories, mate. And I, it's funny because I look at you as still that same guy. And I know you are still that same guy, but that was quite a few years ago. And we yeah. get to a stage now, you're only 28, but a lot of those big fights kind of pass you by. And you are a little bit of a maverick because at times people might have thought you were done. Now coming up, you're in the final of the Golden Tournament against Tyrone McKenna. It's a massive opportunity for you. Big fight. Funnily enough, mm. another grudge fight for you mm. coming up. But do, yeah. you, do you feel like you've sort of reinvented yourself over that, that period? Um, I believe I have. That's why I really want to thank MTK Global because if they didn't come and take over, I don't know where my boxing career would be right now. And, you know, I, you know there was that a certain time when, like, when even I thought I was done. Even I thought I was done. But, you know, I came back. I managed to win my last few fights like when everyone thought I was done and you know I'm back on a big stage I'm in a golden contract final I've got Tyrone McKenna next shouldn't be no problem should be easy work piece of cake and then I'm back up there you fancy that fight I mean look Tyrone's done well to get to the final a little bit of a controversial victory maybe last time out against him it was a close fight we mm. also know that you did miss 140 last time Where, where's your weight at right now are you going to be Comfortable listen, coming back in at 140 listen, for that fight? Listen, people didn't know. I missed weight on purpose for that fight. I actually missed weight purposely because I wanted I wanted his team to think that I'm not that you know that I'm not serious about it. That my head's not in the game. I'm still you know, that I've been struggling to make weight. That's what I wanted them to think, and they bit, and they bit. And so you know, I said to myself, listen, I'm gonna make them think that I'm not serious about it. But when the fight happens, I'm gonna knock him out, and that's what I done. I knocked him out. Do you think you finish Tyrone McKenna inside the distance? Listen, a great little grudge match. Good, good fight. I believe if I don't knock out Tyrone McKenna, I'm not winning the fight. Um, I've learned, I've learned, I've learned a lesson from the Frenchman, and I won't be letting the fight go off the points. I'm training harder than ever. I'll be making weight. I can make 140 fairly easily, and I will knock out Tyrone McKenna one way or yeah. I, I, listen, I will knock him out 100. percent I will find a way. It's a great fight, MTK Golden Tournament coming up. That's the final. Before we bring you two together, Fowler, I want to talk about you. A bizarre fight last time out, which I had to pay up for. You had an easy, easy <laughs> night. And I always say to fighters when you get that kind of night, I know it's frustrating when you've done a camp, but enjoy that payday because there's plenty of tougher ones to come. Move down with Shane McGuigan. You're in a good place right now. Yeah, I'm really happy, mate. Having fun great with Shane. It was a great move for me. Obviously, last fight, I couldn't show much, but I think people seen a slight difference in there. I don't know about yourself, personally, but a few people said I looked a bit more fluent, a bit faster on my feet, which I'm working on, so I'm um, onwards and upwards. 
you took a quite an unusual move for a prospect to move quicker than others. You jumped into that Scott Fitzgerald fight. It was a fight that you fancied that you'd win. Of course, you lost that fight as well. Quite difficult for a prospect to take a loss at that stage in her career. We've seen people probably underrate Scott Fitzgerald going into that fight. Good wins for him to win the British title against Cheeseman, etc. But for you, still a burning desire to avenge that defeat. Yeah, definitely. It's, um, it's, I get asked about it every single day, so it's, I'm always getting my mind constantly. And that names in my head. But since I have Musashi, now I'm not as desperate for the fight as what I once was. Like, I know Scott's having a lot of personal problems and stuff, so if he did get vacated and I did box him on like, James Metcalf, Pete Metcalf, and a bit of title in my head, then I'm at, I'm at the last laugh anyway because I'm ahead of him in my career. So my career's not about Scott Fitzgerald, but that is a big, big fight. And... The, the hatred is real, same as your little mate next to you there. I, I'm, a, I'm a real person. I don't, I don't put it onto the cameras. I don't pretend not to like someone for whatever reason. I don't like someone for a reason. I'm just straight. And if I do like them, I'll, I'll say that. Well, I think one thing that's interesting when we go to a potential fight between you two is for the last year, everyone's talking about the Scott Fitzgerald rematch. And, you know, we know that he has got some problems to overcome. And all of a sudden, O'Hara Davis, which is a guy that... You know, obviously because of the weight difference, when we sit down and talk, we've never once mentioned O'Hara Davis as part of the plans, but we live in a world where fans dictate the fights. And right now, this is a fight that people want to see. What, what, what is it that has ticked you off about O'Hara Davis? Is it, is it a new thing? Is it an old thing? Nah. Is it... Nah, obviously, you know the history, I won't go on about it, but I didn't like him over that as it was. And then when I lost that fight with Fitzgerald, I always remember like on Twitter and seeing him writing some little snarly comment he was praying for me down for and I thought you little snake so I, was, I didn't say none to time because I was obviously licking my wounds over the Fitzgerald loss but I've always remembered it and I always thought you little rat and then the other day again I'm lying in bed with me missus and um, i just seen a, a tweet from him and I know where someone typed me in and I thought lad you again really so I had to, I had to just tell him <laughs> I had to just tell him straight this time Oh dear, you, you, you have a good way of doing this where you sort of bark at people's ankles and before you know it, they're biting it. You, your thoughts on Anthony Fowler? I mean, is this just to create noise? Is this just like, it seems like it's quite deep, quite personal here. Listen, I saw all the commotion online about Anthony Fowler, people saying this, people saying that. Um, listen, what, I saw what Anthony Fowler said and it wasn't wrong. I can, you know, I can understand where he comes from and what he said on Twitter. But I just used that as an opportunity to get at him. Do you know why? Because I don't like him. I've always thought Anthony Fowler is a prick. <laughs> I've always thought that Anthony Fowler is a prick. Let me finish. Let me finish. I've always thought Anthony Fowler is a prick. I've never liked him. So as soon as I've got any... Why, why is that, OD? Because I just don't like him. I just don't like him. I just don't like the guy. He's a, uh, he's a prick. And you know what? And I'm the kind of guy where if I don't like you, I'm not going to bite my tongue. I'm not going to hide it. I'm going to find any opportunity. And I'm a, listen, I've been waiting for him to say one thing wrong. And he gave me the opportunity. And I used it. And you know what? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the only one that feels that way. Since I've said what I've said about him, I've had many people in the boxing industry send me texts, messages saying, oh, I'm so glad I hate any fans. This is everyone. Everyone. No one likes this guy, but you know what? People are too people are too scared to come out and say, I think you're a prick. People are too scared to come out and say, I don't like you. You know what? I don't give a toss. I can swear on here, right? 
Yeah, we're always a bit late now it's anyway, but go on, yeah. I don't give a toss. If I don't like you, I'm going to say straight up, I don't like you. And that's what I've done. And you know what? I'm not finished yet. Listen, I see Andy Fowler online promoting all that CBD oil. Listen, I got something better. I went down like my local Morrison's last night and I got olive oil. You know why? Because olive oil works much better wonders than that damn CBD oil he sells. Listen, CBD oil ain't doing nothing. Listen, CBD oil ain't doing nothing. Okay? He used it in the lead up to the Scott Fitz, Fitz fight. And you know what? Fitz, they would still whooped him. And listen, Scott ain't using no CBD oil. So you know what I said to myself? CBD oil, listen, all that CBD oil ain't doing nothing. Listen, it's all about olive oil right here. I'm putting it away, I'm going to start selling, I'm going to start, start selling this oil. And if I, like, I'll sell you this, olive oil. Listen, I'm going to £5.99 a pack. Morrison's. You know why? Because it's working better wonders than that damn CBD oil <laughs> crap you've been trying to sell everyone. Okay? Before CBD oil. Back, OD, before I go back to that, I'm very angry right now. I'm very angry. Very angry. Before I go back to Fowler with a right to reply, let's talk about the boxing. What do you think of Anthony Fowler, the fighter? Listen, Anthony Fowler's a bum. Okay? Anthony Fowler's a bum. And he's got nothing over me but size. Size and he's got strength. Speed, he ain't got no speed. The guy's a bit robotic. Listen, he's got speed, he's got size. As long as I can take them both away from him, the guy's trash. That's why he ain't, listen, he ain't doing nothing but fighting against bums and he beats bums. The first good fighter that he fought against, the guy lost every round in that fight. He got his ass spanked. He got his ass whooped. He ain't, listen, and if I hasn't beat anyone that's even a contender, I have. Yes, I've lost a few fights against people that are world class, but if I hasn't beat anyone, even average, you can't put my name and his name in the same sentence. And that's why I don't mind going up to 150 pounds and I will knock him out in his own hometown. The same way I've done to Truman, the same way I've done to Tom Farrell, the same way I've done to Terry Matthews. If Andy Fallon wants to be next, listen, he can be next. He, listen, he can get it just like they got it. So you've got their ass spanked and he's going to get his ass spanked too. Fowler, firstly, let's talk about OD, the person. Obviously, you've got a lot of ammunition there to go back on, but... <laughs> Talk about O'Hara Davis the person before we talk about O'Hara Davis the fire. He's very opinionated. I don't know with OD sometimes whether he's just trying to get you to take the bait, but some harsh words there. Listen, I am. I'm not going to lie. I've got, I've got my fair share of haters, mate, but I think I'm right in saying that guy's going to be the whole fucking planet. No one likes that kid, mate. He's got a, he's still there, yeah. got a bad attitude. He's, um, he's quitting a fight. He showed his character in that fight. He got, a, he got hard in there and he turned his back like a coward. And as a fighter, that's one thing I'd never do. You saw my Scott Fitz, he's one of the best fights of the year. I lost by a point, mate. Come on, fella. And um, yeah, mate, the guys with an idiot. He used to come down GB sparring years ago, so we had like a bit of a mutual respect back then, if I knew what a tiff he was. And I watched him spar, people like Joe Cordina, Josh Kelly, and he got he got absolutely screwed every single round. Then I knew then when he's boxing Taylor, I knew he'd get exposed, and that's what happened, mate. He, he got smashed, dropped, and then gave up. So that's all I can say about him. You seem to use that Josh Taylor fight quite a lot in your ammunition online, you know, mate, against him. Is, is mate, that I know, I know as a fighter, the one thing you don't, you want, you've got is your pride as a fighter. You walk the rings, you've got that worried attitude. 
you show what he is, mate. You can talk all you want online, social media. You speak in the ring, your character comes through, and you see me get dropped, got right back up. Within a minute, Scott was in the back foot. That's what I'm about. I'm all about, ah, oh, my nose and turn me back, like a little shit house. That was it, mate. And um, he can speak all he wants. It'll always be remembered that the guy who gave up in a fight because that's what he'd done. OD, last time out, um, one of the most memorable press conferences I've ever done was Hey Bellew in Liverpool. You were up there, of course, you fought Derry Matthews on that card. Mm. And you just, I mean, I, I actually, I did, I did fear for you a little bit up there. Mm. You know, these people, they don't really like you up there. Are you prepared to go to Liverpool? Listen, and Anthony Fowler listen, in his backyard? I will go there. I don't need no security guards because those guys are all talk. They're all talk. They ain't doing nothing. They ain't doing nothing. They all talk. They come out and say, we hate your heart. Listen, there'll be a thousand of them. Can't no one come near me. They can't touch me. All they do is that they talk and they shout and they cheer. They're all bums as well, Andy Fowler and his fans. They're all bums. They ain't doing nothing. I will go back up there. I will have a conference there. I won't bring no friends, no family, no security guards. Because you know why? Those guys all talk. They ain't got, listen, those guys ain't got nothing. Nothing. And then I'll knock him out. The same way I've done to... Tom Farrell. And, and you know what? I remember fighting against Tom Farrell. Um, where did I fight him again? It was in an Echo, right? It was yeah. in an Echo Arena, up in Liverpool. And, you know, all of his fans were sat there cheering him on. And you know what, after, and you know what happened after I knocked him out? I was like, I tried to make peace with him. And you know what? I was getting beer thrown at me. They were throwing cups at me, throwing beer at me. And I felt quite disrespected. So I said, well, you know what? I'm going to come back one day. And I'm going to knock out another one of your fighters. And Andy finally presented a good opportunity for me to do that. Those fans up in Liverpool ain't doing nothing. Nothing. So let's talk about the weight particularly, and we'll go on to Anthony about this in a second, because I think it's probably more important to Fowler in terms of coming down a weight division and a fighter going up, although you probably will have a little bit of a weakness because you are going to be the smaller man in the ring. This is almost a platform, O'Hara, where we can almost make these fights. Is 150 the number? I mean, again, we'll, we'll go on to Fowler, and Fowler is tight at 154. We know his preparation is always meticulous, but 150 is is a weight is your number, OD, for this fight. You feel that that's that's a fair listen, negotiation point for this fight? Listen, at first I said I'll go up by seven pounds. He'll come down by seven pounds, but he's a bit scared. He's a bit afraid, even though he can. I remember I've seen a tweet that Andy Fowler sent like a few years ago. He was like, I can I can come down to 147 easily. And I've got that tweet on my phone. I've got that tweet. So he said I can come down to 147 easily. But now, apparently, I can't make 147. I can only make 150. Man, you a liar. You a liar. And you're talking some shit. And, you, and, and, you, and you're talking some shit. I know, I know I can get down to 147. But you know what I said? I don't mind giving him that extra three pound. I will come up to 150. He'll come down to 150. I will go up 10 pound. He can, he can come down by only four pound. I don't mind. And we can do it in his own backyard. And I'll still knock him out. Fowler, talking about the weight, I know that there were talks at one point about you going from 54 to 60. You had a catch weight fight and you found it very easy to make that catch weight mm -hmm. and you decided 154 was the number for you. 150 is going to be hard, hard work, mm -hmm. but we could get to a stage where this fight could have a lot of meat on it. Yeah, listen, I, I'm deadly serious about boxing him. You know, I don't, I don't just talk about game, I'll back it up. I spoke to Shane about it and he was saying 150 is too light. Um, 152 is the lightest, but I reckon I could do 150 myself personally. But at the end of the day, Shane is the boss. I, I listen to him, he's my coach, and I listen to his advice over my own. 
But um, mate, I just love to smash his head. You know, even I'm not talking now, he's just annoying me. He's, he's a probably the lead the guy there. I remember him saying as well about people like trying to be little people on minimum wage, saying stuff like seven pound an hour bonus. Like, you see, he hears me because he can box the little dickhead. So I mean, don't, don't ever be little no one in the in the world. And um, I'd love to just smash him just for myself and for me city. Obviously, we know about great nights at the Echo Arena. This would be quite ferocious. Mister, oh, mate, Three, four hours, just wipe mouth. Obviously, the first few rounds, he'd be lighting and quick, and he'd be hard to nail down. But as soon as I catch him in the chimney, then little skinny legs on give away, and it'll be good night. Listen, man. Listen, man. And if I was moaning and complaining about coming down by four pounds, listen, I'll come up by ten pounds, double what he's and I then what he has to come down to. I told him, I'll come up by ten pounds, and you're moaning about coming down four pounds. Come on, man. Easy work. Listen, if you don't want to fight, then just say, I don't want to fight. Just say, I don't want to fight. I don't want to come down by £4. I'm a scared little prick. Wait, Eddie, I'm watching Saturn on the TV because you know what? Before, before this whole Zoom call, I was at home a bit bored. Let me show you guys what I'm watching on the TV right now. Let me show you guys what I'm watching on the TV right now. <laughs> You're not getting up so fella. You're not getting up right. <laughs> you should be looking away, lad. Because I look away from you. Listen. Because I look away from you, bro. I want to ask you about the Josh Taylor fight, OD. Because okay. there are a lot of people. I was there that night. It was, okay. Oh, mate, it was horrible for all of us because we like. Talk about the lines then. I mean, you were right in it, you know? Yeah. But you have had yeah. criticism about that fight, about, you know. Just... Can I talk about that fight? Go on. Okay. I was in a hard fight that my preparation wasn't good for. Was I focused? Listen, from where I come from, I've had nothing being a kid. And, you know, I thought they Matthews, I got paid quite a bit. I bought an Audi A5. I started getting females. I was living life. Me and my coach never sat down and watched any t any of his fights. I never watched him once before the fight. I never watched him once. I thought, you know what, I'm going to walk through this bump. Just like I beat everyone else, I'm going to beat this guy. So, you know what, I never watched him. I was like, I've gone to different restaurants different hotels with girls. I started doing all this strength work. So in a fight, I was big and stiff. I had no legs. All the acid, acid, no excuses. I lost the fight fair and square, but it's why after the fight, I went in, it's like I went up to him and I said, I lost the fight fair and square, you've won. But you know what, at the end of the day, I've got to put my health first. If I'm in a fight, I've, if I've got, listen, if I can't breathe, broken nose, I can't breathe, I'm gonna say, you know what? I'm gonna live to fight another day. I'm going to live to fight another day. I don't care what anyone says. I would rather be not dead than people say that I'm a dead and, and, and have a few people say that, you know, that I'm a quitter. I would rather that than die in there. I'm not, listen, I'm not boxing to die. I'm boxing to live. And you know what I said? I'm going to I'm live to fight another day. Two months later, I came up to Liverpool, knocked out Tom Farrell in Liverpool in front of his own fans and took his WBA title. But are so, you prepared? Are you prepared to go through the well? This is the question. You know that I listen, listen for a non-fighter like me. That's the most sensible thing I've heard. But yeah. how deep are you prepared to go? Because I know, so, I know. An, listen, yeah. what I know about Fowler is he will not quit. He will not yeah. quit. How deep okay. are you prepared to go in Liverpool okay. to beat okay. this man? Okay, as an amateur, I only had eighteen fights. I turned pro having only eighteen fights as an amateur. I had, I had never been in a hard fight. I never experienced hardship. I never fought in any big championships as an amateur. 
I was just an amateur with 18 fights. I was an amateur novice. I turned pro. Taylor was my first hard fight. And being inexperienced, I've done what I shouldn't have done, which me and Sims, which me and your dad sat down in the matching office, spoke about. I got told off. But you know what? I've learned and I've, and I've grown from that loss. And I've learned. And I can say hand on heart, it won't happen again. If me and Anthony Fowler fight, I'm prepared to die in that ring. I am prepared to die in a ring against Andy Farrow. Listen, I will come in there, bring in my olive oil, and I'm gonna knock him out in front of his own fans. And you Bella, know what I'm gonna, gonna do after that? You know what I'm gonna do after that? I'm gonna sell this oil. I'm gonna sell my oil. <laughs> Good luck, lad. Five pound ninety-nine. I'm gonna sell it to Andy Fowler for ten pound ninety-nine a bottle. Fowler, before we go, we're gonna hear from both of you guys. I'm gonna start with you, and ain't nothing but a bum. Nothing and obviously for me, I see O'Hara <laughs> fighting Tyrone McKenna in July or August. I believe you're going to have another fight there. And, you know, the two options for you at the back end of the year when the crowds return are Scott Fitzgerald and O'Hara Davis. Finally, just mm -hmm. confirmation from you. If we get this, you know, the, the points of everything right, you're up for this fight, you do this in Liverpool, you're ready to take O'Hara Davis out in front of your home fans. Hey, 100%. So hopefully you can get me and Scott in the ring. Hopefully, beat Scott this time. I if he beats Tyrone, I'd, I'd hope Tyrone smashes him. I like Tyrone, and I hope Tyrone smashes him. But regardless, at the end of the year, I'll fight him no problem, mate. I mean, and certainly, I, if, if he loses to Tyrone, the fight is still there. But if he beats Tyrone McKenna in that tournament, yeah. Fowler O'Hara yeah. Davis becomes a fight. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying, mate. Maybe he talks a good game on even Miss you. Talks a good game about that dying the ring, this and that. He's talking about a broken nose. Ask anyone, Team GB, when they box in the World Championships, the quarterfinals. I had a broken nose, I had a perfect eardrum, I had a broken hand going to the ring, and I still won. And I beat the European champion now from Germany, Stephen Hartel, with a broken nose. So ask him about that, mate. You can talk a good talk, but... Okay, let's talk about I get, that. I get, I get hard in there, Ken. Again, you look to the different corner and you look away to quit. Just deep down, get a shit house. You can't change what you are, lad. You're not a fighting man like me, kid. Get a little shit house. You bullied your kids at your light, at your light water because you're a big, strong lad. Long arms, but me... I'm bigger, stronger, and my heart's ten times bigger than yours, kid. Okay, we'll see about that. We'll O'Hara, finally you. from you, we, got, we could talk all day on this, but we're going to give you the last word, because I think we, you're going to get it, whatever happens. But <laughs> words from Fowler, you've got a fight to take care of, MTK Golden Tournament, great fight on Sky Sports. But if you can beat Tyrone McKenna, the, this fight becomes a huge fight for later in the year. Listen, in the Golden Contract Finals, Tyrone McKenna's going to be easy work. Tyrone McKenna ain't nothing. Tyrone McKenna's a bum as well. He's a bum, and I'm going to knock him out. And after that, I want Anthony Fowler. At £150, I'll come up by £10. He'll come down by £4. I will knock him out, and I'll shut him up for life. After I knock him out, I want to hear him tweet nothing. I, I don't want to see him selling all that CBD oil bullcrap. Because that's all it is, bullcrap. CBD oil ain't curing shit. Ain't doing shit for nobody. Okay? Like I said... This is what it's all about. All of you. Put it away, lads. I told you. Five pound ninety nine. Okay. Five pound ninety nine. All of you is doing better wonders than that CBD oil you've been selling. Okay. Good luck. Let's get it. Let's get it. One fifty. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready. Guys, I just want to say thank you for coming on. Thank you for keeping it clean-ish. Respect to you both. I know that we all want boxing to come back. We know that O'Hara Davis has got the MTK Golden Tournament final coming up on Sky Sports. We've got Anthony Fowler coming back at the end of the summer, possibly even against Scott Fitzgerald. But for me, I'd love to see it. Liverpool, I'm not even sure this city's ready for this fight. Thanks for joining <laughs> us, rivals, association with StubHub. <laughs> <laughs>